Welcome to the Above Average Driven Millennials podcast series, where entrepreneurs, celebrities, and athletes talk about their journey, from starting and all the shit they had to go through to get where they are today. Please spread the love. Write us a review. We want to help as many entrepreneurs and people as we can with advice from industry experts. Now, here's your host, president and founder of Adapting Social, John A. Vaguero. What is up, guys? This is the Above Average Driven Millennials podcast. I am here with my man, Nick Triano. So it's Nick squared on this. Uh, John is actually away in Paris on a business trip right now, but I am jumping in and I have the complete honor of talking to Nick today. Nick, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, dude. It's an absolute honor. So before we dive in too deep, do you want to tell all the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, um, I'm born and raised in North Jersey, Bergen County. I, uh, I have a pretty small family. I just have a brother and a sister, mom and dad. We're from Woodridge, New Jersey. Um, we've all kind of split up and gone our own ways. Now I have my own house. My parents are down the shore. My brother is, uh, living with his girlfriend and my sister just got engaged last night. So it was pretty cool. Um, they're living in Wayne. Um, spend a lot of time with my family. I have uh, my wife of almost seven years, Liz, and my daughter, Ella, and she's actually pregnant. My daughter, my wife with our uh, second, he'll be, uh, he's coming in June. It's a boy. So very exciting. Wow, dude, that is amazing. Everyone in your family is making some, uh, some huge life moves. That's so yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah, we're stepping it up. So it's been a good, it's going to be a good year for the, for the Triano. So Absolutely. That's amazing. And funny enough, you say you're from Woodbridge. I actually grew up in Metuchen, so not too far away. Everyone makes that mistake. What's that? Wood hyphen Ridge. Wood Ridge. Small town in Woodridge in Bergen County. Hmm, Very funny. Well, my dad's from Lyndhurst, so I think that's uh, pretty close. Yeah, super funny. I was like, Woodbridge? I didn't know that was North Jersey. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's definitely South Jersey now. Yeah, very cool, man. That's awesome. And uh, your parents, I guess, are in our neck of the woods since we're in uh, Asbury yeah, Park. Yeah. yeah, they're like semi-retired, just coming, kind of commuting for work and stuff. So they love it down there. That's awesome. So aside from your family, what do you do? Um, wow, what don't I do is the question. So I've been <laughs> a uh, police officer since I was 21 years old. And in the pension system since I was 19. So I get to retire in less than 10 years from that job. Oh my gosh. That'll make me uh, 44. So I'm very fortunate. I've had a great career and job that I'm very proud of and happy to have served in that position for a very long time. But a year and a half ago, I was being, I don't want to say badgered, but... One of my old academy mates had opened up a real estate brokerage called Blue Line Realty, and he wanted to um, gear it towards working with police officers, first responders. So he basically begged me to um, get my real estate license, and it kind of pushed me over the edge. It's a funny story. I was sitting on a traffic detail one day, one of those things where you see a cop sitting behind a PSC&G truck, and um, I saw a Groupon for a real estate school. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's just do it. And ever since then, my uh, real estate career has taken off and it exploded, really. It's been amazing. Wow, that is so crazy. Talk about like a complete 180. You go from uh, 
working out in the streets to uh, opening up homes yeah. and turning on lights. It's been a it's been a wild ride. I'm obviously still doing the police thing, um, the real estate's on the side, but uh, it's become a, a it's become a booming business and it's a lot of fun. I'm loving it and I'm just enjoying the ride right now. So wow, that's amazing, man. So has it been difficult for you to kind of juggle two pretty high high involved careers? Fortunately, I'm in the detective bureau, so I have flexibility there. And then in the real estate, there's obvious flexibility in which you need to just plan. You could plan your scheduling ahead of time. So if I know that I'm working days one week, all my appointments will be at night or vice versa. If I know I'm working nights, I, I know I could schedule my stuff during the day. So it's good in that respect that I kind of have a, a steady schedule at work where I know I could work around for the real estate. And weekends are usually pretty free, so. Wow, that is so awesome, dude. Congratulations yeah. on uh, two real successful careers that oh, you're uh, intertwining. That. That's amazing. Very I'm, cool. I'm definitely looking for eventually some assistance and, you know, just some help because there's no way that I can, if it continues to grow at this rate, that I can juggle both at the same time. Totally understandable. So has it been difficult to handle both of these different careers um you know sometimes i feel there there's like overlaps where i'll have um a very serious job at my police job that i can't you know get away from or my schedule has to switch mandatory because i have to work a certain time or there's definitely been times where that has happened but since joining keller williams actually They've been amazing. So I'll send a message at 6 a.m. to my team leader, and she sends out a message to the group. My inspection's covered. My open house is covered. They have been there for me the whole way, and it's been an amazing ride. Wow. I guess that's a real just testament to how much they care about uh, care about their agents and everyone else. They say it's an agent-driven company, and my almost six months there has been nothing short of that. It's been It's been amazing been a good ride very cool dude that's awesome so how would you say your being a police officer has impacted your your ability to be a realtor like has it helped you since you're very like determined and focused i think i think on a lot of levels it's a great segue into the career because you have so much experience with people and truly sales is a people business it's you know you bring people to a house or you show people a house and the house does a lot of the selling, but it's you connecting with those people and creating that bond and that trust that they know you have their best interests in mind that I feel has really relayed over into the um, into the real estate world. I've, I've learned to problem solve in my police job. I could sell a speeding ticket to somebody where they're <laughs> driving away and they're saying thank you. And it's like, I just gave this guy a speeding ticket. How's he saying thank you? But that's the kind of skills you develop as a police officer that really translate well into sales and real estate per se. So. Yeah, that is seriously so unique. I can guarantee that like no one else would think to combine those two careers, to be honest. It's a, it's a, I, to me, it's the perfect match. It's a perfect marriage. So. Wow. That's, a, that's phenomenal, dude. I'm so happy for you. I can I, totally like feel your positive energy, and I know that you're uh, dominating both of those careers, so that's awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. So what is, I know this is a pretty in-depth question, but what is your why? Like, why do you get out of bed in the morning? Why do you, 
do both of these careers? Why? Like, what makes you want to do it? So it's obviously been, um, it's been tough balancing everything because my why comes down to my family. I'm in a, I'm actually creating an office space for myself in my house right now. And that's the room that I'm in. It's an unfinished room. (laughs) I didn't realize it was President's Day and my wife is sleeping. My daughter is sleeping. So I just, they're my why. They're the reason that I I wake up in the morning. I go to the gym at 5 a.m. So I don't have to go to the gym after work and then miss more family time with them. I know my two jobs already are consuming me, so I don't want to do anything outside of that that's going to take me away from them. And I'm doing this now at a a younger age, 34, so that in 10, 15, 20 years, I'm good, and I'm not working like like a dog, basically, running, burning the candle on both ends, because I want to be with them, I want to give them the life that they deserve. That's that, That's my why. Every day I wake up and I'm thankful for what I have and I want to do more for them. So That's amazing, dude. I love that. And I'm sure your family would love hearing how much you care about them. And I love that you're getting home office too because a lot of people will go out and try to find an office somewhere else. But knowing that you want one in the comfort of your own home is amazing. Like my dad started his own business and he had a home office too. So... It was it was always nice like wake up in the morning like having coffee with him before like he would go to his office and work. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the little things. That's amazing. So, what advice would you give to like a young entrepreneur looking to get involved in real estate? I know you haven't been doing it too long, but it you're being successful, so take the leap because I get a lot of text messages now. It's funny. It's it's almost as if I started a little bit of a chain reaction in my circle. Um, and people are like, Hey, I'm kind of interested in getting into real estate. I tell them, I'm like, just do it. Cause the initial investments, not crazy, but if you're interested in spreading your wings a little bit, it's worth giving it a shot. And I think the earlier you do it, the better, because as you're, as you grow your sphere per se, that's what is going to continue to grow your business. So the people I did deals with last year will come to fruition in probably two, three, four, five years in which they'll be selling that place and buying a new place or they'll be sending me to a family member or a friend that they know. So all these things start to snowball and the earlier you start start that snowball, the quicker and well the earlier on your business will then become, you know, more built up. So Yeah. That's the awesome. And it's so true, especially like today's day and age, you need to have like that marketing presence behind you too, especially on social media because they have oh, yeah, that top of mind awareness and you're always interacting with like your previous clients. It really is like pretty much essential since uh, we work with you a bunch have, of realtors so we see it. Very visible because if you're not the first person they're thinking of when it comes to real estate, you're not going to get that business. And I recently spoke with my daughter's teacher, it's funny, and she was telling me about her realtor that she bought her house from a few years ago. She's like, do you know the guy never even followed up with me once to find out how things were going, how the house is? At no point did he do any follow-up with her. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, that's definitely something that I need to maintain focus on and keep a running log of all your clients, making sure you're checking in sporadically. It doesn't have to be every day, every week, every weekend. But, you know, just be like, Hey, hope everything's going great. Hope the house is treating you well. Really hope to visit sometime. And and mean it. Don't just say it to say it. So mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. That comes down to that authenticity and being like real with your word. Like a home is the biggest purchase you ever make in your life. So like you really want to comfort those people in those moments. It's essential. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is like your secret to building all these successful relationships that you have both in your police career with everyone that you work with there and then also in your career as a realtor? So I've always been the out, Mr. Outgoing, Mr. Personality. It's just been my who I've been. I take that from my mother. I attribute it to her. Um, everywhere I go, I have an easy time getting into relationships and speaking with people. I, I, I'm never hesitant to start a conversation. Um, I involve myself in a lot of things within police and real estate. So I'm the delegate for our union. That means I get to go to meetings and I get to meet a lot of new people and see people and they top of mind just because I'm around all the time. I do a planning board in Park Ridge. I just know a lot of people and being in the detective bureau also has gotten me, you know, uh, I guess known around the town as out around the county as well. So people just reach out to me and, and they'll ask me questions. And I also think social media has played a part in, me being, you know, top of mind because I don't post a lot, but I, I post and it's meaningful and I, I, I make sure that it's not just, you know, oh, if you fix your house, if you do these five things, you'll sell your house for more money. Like when I post, it's something authentic. Like you said, I think that's the most important. And I think the key factor to everything I'm doing is authenticity. It's all real. It's all what you see is what you get. So, yeah, that's that definitely goes such a long way, especially on social media where so many people can like spot fakeness from a mile away. Yeah. I know myself that if I see an account that just keeps posting and posting and posting and it's all, you know, it's meaningless. I, I dismiss it as I'm scrolling through. I just dismiss, you know, it, it's mm -hmm. hard not to, because if it's not real, it's not something you want to invest your time because your time's important. So. Absolutely. So you dove into it briefly about uh, what you've been like growing up. So what what was uh, what were you like when you were growing up? Were you more of like a lone wolf, or were you like always hanging out with friends? Yeah, I, I was always the guy who had you know all all the friends. I don't want to say the popular kid, but you know I did like to surround myself with a lot of friends, a lot of people. I like to be around all, all the uh, you know everyone all the time and just kind of hanging out with my friends and playing sports, that was my thing. I, I, I was into, you know, the scene, and I, I went out. We drove around in cars, and I, I liked uh, I liked having a lot of friends. So, and then, but I did start also, it's funny. Now that I'm saying it, I'm thinking of things. But I started working when I was 19, a very serious position within the Richfield Park Police Department. I was doing uh, the communications officer, which is dispatcher. You answer all the phone calls, et cetera. So I did give up a lot of that, too, because at 19, you know, you're still in the thick of it. You just graduated from high school. You should be going off to college, which I did for one semester. I decided I wanted to be a police officer. I moved home, started at Burden Community College, and got my job. So wow. I was very dedicated to my career early on, and I gave up a lot of this stuff, too. So. Wow, that's crazy. How did you handle such like a stressful position at such a young age? I think I think I when I started I was very I was, I was kind of ready but then when I got into it I just I just assumed the role and felt like 
I grew with it. Um, I was a young kid starting in a very, you know, a, adult world. I worked rotating shifts at 19. I worked overnights. I, I went in at 3 a.m. and I worked till 3 p.m. sometimes just because I was so dedicated to getting that job and I knew that there was a carrot at the end of the road. That's I was willing to do whatever it took. So, Wow, that's, that's great, man. You really, like, got it out. That goes out to all those people who think that, like, everything great in life will come easy because it's not. Like, I'm sure when you were in the thick of that, it was hard. Yeah. There were times when I would go home and I'd be like, I don't have a life. Like, is this what I really want to do? I don't see my friends. I don't I don't do I'm not doing normal 19, 20 up until 21 year old things because I was just like, this is crazy. Like, I'm a kid, but I'm. I'm more dedicated to my craft, my job, than a lot of the adults I see, but all my friends are out here. And of course, at that time, I wasn't thinking big picture. I wasn't like, oh, well, they're not going to be retiring when they're 44. You are. You know, like that was a big part of it. But I wasn't seeing that always at that time like I do now. How did you you stay positive in those moments that were tough? I felt like I, I... I had I have a very good support system in my my parents. I got to lean on them a lot. I spoke with them, and they would have supported any decision I made because I left an occupational therapy program at Stockton. That's what I started in. It was a five year accelerated master's program that I would have become an occupational therapist when I completed, which would have been a, another great career. But I, um, you know, so my mom's in the medical field, and I would have bounced things off her. Like, should I go back to that? Should I do this? Um, should I stay here? And whichever decision I would have made, she would have supported me. But she let me make my own decision. You know, and I say my mom, but my father had a lot to do with it too. But they would have let me make my own decision, but they supported whatever I did. So that's awesome. And I actually went to Stockton. Funny enough, so, <laughs> so Nick Stockton, it's all the same. Exactly. We 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 might be best friends over this podcast. I don't know. Very cool though. So how important is efficiency in your world? Since I know that you only have 24 hours in a day, so how do you juggle a family, um, two careers? I actually just showed my wife my uh, schedule the other day, and she's like, if I had to look at that even more than once, I would get anxiety. But <laughs> in order to be successful in what I'm doing in both of my, my lines of work, I have to stay on top of everything all the time. And what I need to learn to do is kind of push that off to somebody and allow somebody to do that to create leverage in my life. Because if I don't do that, I'm going to get overburdened and I'm going to start missing stuff. And I can't allow that to happen. But right now I'm handling it by just staying very focused, laser, laser focused on everything that's going on and keeping everything in line. So like I said, when I'm my schedule's rotating, I know when my real estate time is. I know it's in the morning on one week and at night on the other week. So I just have to continue to stay, you know, in line with that stuff. Yeah. Do you have any any tips specifically that you use to stay focused for so long? That's tough. I would say you have to also keep, you know, do stuff for you. So I go to the gym every morning at five in the morning. It's one of the things that kind of, gets me rolling in the day and gets me ready. So I know that when I'm done with the gym, all right, it's time to start. You're ready to rock and roll, go home, take a shower, get my daughter ready for school, 
bring her off to school, and then now, is it real estate time or is it work time? So I go to work or I start my real estate business, and I make it a point every day because real estate's not a, it's, it's a full-time job, but it's not a full-time job in that you have to be somewhere every day present. But I make it a point every day to open my computer. A lot of people are so reliant on their cell phones, and you could do a lot of the work on your cell phone, but it's not the same as going through your your client list, checking out new new listings that are sent to them. That's a, one thing I do to make sure to do to stay on top of that portion of, of what I'm doing. Because if I don't, then it just slips away. I start not looking at my computer. I'm not really focused. I'm not checking in on my clients. I'm not reminding myself who I'm, you know, who needs a little bit more focus, when and where. You have to stay just in the zone all the time. It's it's hard. Yeah. But you have to do it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. So how do you like how do you keep it going, man? Because at some point you have to feel like a little bit exhausted with everything you got going on, like waking up early. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, don't know if I, I don't think I don't feel like I've hit that point. Maybe it's, it's only been a year and a half. Maybe I need to like I did get very sick at the end of the year. Um, oh no, two thousand end of two thousand eighteen. I probably ran myself a little ragged, but um, excuse me. Uh, I feel you know I, I feel like I just haven't really gotten to that point where I need to be like, all right, I need to slow down. I need to do this. So my daughter's awake. I, oh, um, you want to come say hi? No, probably not. <laughs> That's amazing, man. At that point, you just got to keep going. Oh, hello. Hi. Give me a few minutes, okay? I'll be right out. That was adorable. <laughs> Tonight, I'll be right upstairs. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, it's amazing. I love it. She's she's so cute. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's absolutely. my wife right there. That's a big part of it. I love that. So... When you're in your position now where you don't feel that overwhelmed, would you recommend to most people to keep going and just keep pushing? Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely, there are definitely going to be times where you feel like you have to take a break. You have to take, um, you know, maybe get a weekend away and just kind of lose your phone. I need to start focusing on that, to be honest, because I tell my clients, and I feel like it's part of my why I, I am successful. I say I'm available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Whenever you need me, call me, text me, whatever. Um, I leave myself very available to everybody, which is part of my, you know, I think strategy, but it's also could be a part of my demise one day. But you have to kind of take time, spend a weekend without your phone attached to your hip, and just once in a while, just take a little break. And it's it's very important for mental, for your mental health, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with you, but that's awesome. I, um, I'm like a long distance runner, so like I'm super into like pushing yourself and like staying strong mentally. So I, I definitely agree with you. Uh, keep on pushing forward and seeing what you can really do because the only way you can yeah. grow is if you're uncomfortable. So you gotta just gotta just keep on working. You said it, man. You gotta just push and just. You know that there's light at the end of that tunnel. It's not going to be like that forever. As long as you can get through the hardest times, it's going to make it worth it on the other side of those, always. Because the harder you push, the better the outcome will be. And you, like you said, if you're not uncomfortable, your business is not growing. So I feel like 
you have to push yourself into that zone and get into that out of your comfort zone and in order to be successful. It's part of, I, I, I wrote down your talking points and I have them here, but I grew up in a career, my police career, where that was it. You were a police officer. The growth is if someone leaves, you may be able to get promoted. I've gotten myself out of that four square mindset, that box mindset of being a police officer where I know now there's something going on outside of that world and I love it and I'm hungry for it. So I don't want to take a break. I'm just so hungry right now. I'm feeding this beast that has not been fed for 33, 34 years. And that's, it's a mate. It's an amazing feeling. It's that's amazing. Great, man. I'm so, I'm so glad that you were able to find this, this career in your calling. Cause it sounds like you're absolutely rocking it. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I, I feel like this is where I was meant to be. So it, I feel that way. Very truly. Very cool. And I'm sure that there were so many points where you never thought that you would feel this way in a career, too. Never in a million years. I mean, all I knew was, like, from a very young age, was being a police officer. And it, it's it's it, it's great. And I, I never want to discount what it's given me. But I just, it's, I, I never expanded outside of my comfort zone. Because I didn't know that there was outside of my comfort I thought that was my comfort zone. But now knowing what I know, it's it is amazing, and it, it's it's a great. I'm very happy that I found found this path. So totally understandable, dude. That that's awesome, and I'm real pumped for you that uh, you're having so many successes. Appreciate it. Awesome. So this might be like a pretty tricky question, and you kind of answered it in pieces. But where do you see yourself in ten years? Like once you hit that forty four year old, like what's your move, man? Um, in 10 years, I hope to be retiring from the Richfield Park Police Department, which would be amazing. Um, I hope that my Keller Williams business has built up to a point where I'm kind of just pulling strings. If I need to meet with clients, I meet with clients, but I'm looking at buyer's agents, um, assistants, full-time administrative assistants, seller's agents, uh, systems in place where... You know, in 10 years, my daughter will be 14, starting high school. I want to be there for every game, every match, every parent-teacher conference. I don't want to miss a thing. So in 10 years, I feel like I'll be prepared that my business is kind of on cruise control and um, just chugging along. If I need to be there for certain things, I'm there. But it, for the most part, that it's just kind of running on its own. That's that's the real true goal. Awesome, dude. I love that, and I could definitely visualize you making that happen too. So yeah, that 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 I mean, ult- the ultimate goal for everyone should be you know making money, but, but less work. And I don't mean I'm a hard worker. I love working, and I don't. I'm not. A, I don't want to sound lazy, but you want to be making money when you're sleeping. That's the goal. That is the goal. Ultimately, for sure. I I couldn't agree with you anymore. 